0: All right, good morning, everyone. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity to share God's word with you guys today and for all the prayers that you have all offered up on my behalf uh, and for your graciousness um, and uh, that the Lord is gracious. Um, So today the message is um, titled Witnesses. And it's taken from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And uh, I just switched it to witnesses like this last week. Otherwise it was going to be something like run the race to his face by his grace. Something like that. But my better half let me know that I might want to just keep it simple. And so then I changed it to like running the race. But then um, there was, with uh, more study, something that the Lord shared that I want to start um, this message with today that changed the title of the message to Witness. And and then the next morning I was listening to Q90FM and uh, um, I was tempted to change it because of the world because, you know, a pop culture singer, a corrupt girl and stuff, came out with a CD and named her CD Witness. Um, and it's like, well, she's obviously not being a witness of the Lord Jesus, you know. But um, it's like, well, I don't want to be as though like I'm following her or something, you know. But um, Witness, um, yeah, the the lady on Q90 was talking about just uh, counterculture, you know, as Christians to, to be... Um, aware of what's going on and the corruption that's out there for our kids, and so that's how I was made <clears throat> aware of that but um yeah i'm I'm not going to back down because of the world and change the title of the message, so it's still witness and um so let's read together um, Hebrews chapter twelve verse one and two therefore wait, wait, the most important thing let's ask the Lord to bless our time together. <laughs> Um, Lord God, thank you for um, being so good and that we can't comprehend how good you are to us uh, so much so that you're going to be showing us for ages to come the grace that you've had toward us and what you've done through Jesus. And uh, we just uh, thank you for being so good to us and faithful. And uh, we just pray that you'd bless your word to us and help us to hear what your spirit says in your word and to listen and obey. And uh, pray you'd be glorified and uh, give us grace and uh, be our help in time of need. And We pray in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight And the sin which so easily ensnares us And let us run with endurance The race that's set before us Looking unto Jesus The author and finisher of our faith Who for the joy that was set before him Endured the cross Despising the shame And has sat down at the right hand Of the throne of God So it says therefore to start out and we know that in uh... bible study you wanna ask yourself what's it what's the therefore therefore so well the chapter right before chapter twelve is chapter eleven and so you know reading that you see it's the um hall of faith the old testament people that ran their race well, and lived by faith, glorifying God. And um, and then looking back past chapter 11, um, I ran into why I ended up changing uh, the message to witness. And um, it's in chapter 10, verse 15, where it says, that the holy spirit also witnesses to us for after he had said before this is the covenant that i will make with them after those days says the lord i will pour my put my law in their hearts and their minds i will write them then he adds their sins and their lawless deeds i will remember no more no where there's remission of these there's no longer an offering for sin and That stuck out to me because I'm trying to backtrack the therefore from chapter 12, and um, the word witness stood out to me here. And it says also, the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. So what's the also therefore? And that brought me back to verse 5 when the Lord Jesus said, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book it's written of me, to do your will, O God. So the Father and Son are having that conversation there, and the Lord is witnessing to the fact that He has come to do God's will. And um then meditating on God's witness. Um, what is his witness and really his witness is the entirety of the Bible it's testifying of Christ and um, that's um, what enables us to be witnesses for him, uh, unto him is his faithfulness, um, his witness so I wanted to kind of look at that today, and uh, what is the Father's witness, the Son's witness, and the Holy Spirit's witness. And with considering that, if you're not in a place where you know the Lord and that you know that you're reconciled with Him, that you have peace with Him, that's your starting line for being able to run this race that we're going to talk about in chapter 12 is... um obeying the witness that God has given us. So to start, we'll look at Jesus' witness. And I'm going to turn to John chapter 5, verse 30. Yeah, and you are welcome to turn with me. Um, I'm not going to probably wait up, but... I, I don't like you know for everyone to get there, but um, yeah, I do like if you guys want to turn there um, and uh, follow along, that's great. So Jesus says, I can of myself do nothing as I hear I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will but the will of the Father who sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Therefore, there is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You have sent John, and he has borne witness to the truth. And I'll pause here. A little background. The Lord is speaking to the religious leaders in uh, Israel, and they're... Um, always giving him a hard time um, not believing who he is. And um, in the law, it God required two or three witnesses for uh, a matter to be at rest. So the Lord is um, showing these witnesses for who he is to them based on the law. So you have sent John, and he has borne witness to the truth. Verse 33, Yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I say these things, that you may be saved. And therein is the key of God's witness, that we want to look at His witness, because if you're hearing this today and you don't know the Lord, uh, taking in His word and His testimony, His witness is how you may be saved. we um, saved by faith. Uh, saved by grace through, His faith, through faith. He was uh, the burning and shining lamp. And you were willing for a time to rejoice in his light. But I have a greater witness than John's for the works which the Father has given me to finish. The very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form, but you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent him you do not believe you search the scriptures for in them you think that you have eternal life and these are they which testify of me but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life and uh Luke 7:30 you don't need to turn there just quick reference um he indicted the religious leaders that they kept them they kept themselves from the will of god because they rejected um they rejected the will of god from themselves it says and um that's spoken of here where they were searching the scriptures thinking that their academics of knowing god's word was going to give them eternal life but what like we've seen in hebrews jesus said the volume of the book testifies of me and if if you are reading academically the word of god that's that's one thing and that's great but you you really are missing it if you're not coming to the Lord because of it because um, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. And um, in order to really have faith, you need to open your ear to the Lord um, when you're reading his word. And that's why I was uh, echoing the prayer of uh, James earlier when he he uh, prayed that that we would have our hearts open to the Lord to receive his word today. Um, so Jesus' witness. Um, right here he talks about um, John the Baptist. He talks about the works that the Father has given him to do and um, the scriptures. Um, and remember in Luke 24 where uh, the Lord was walking on the road to to Emmaus after his resurrection, and some some disciples lost hope because they thought that uh, the Lord really um, died, you know, and and they heard that his body was missing, but but they they went to the tomb and they didn't see him. But um, Jesus then drew near, and they didn't recognize him. Like the Lord didn't allow them to know who he was at the time but he walked with them and he's like what is this conversation that you're having amongst yourselves and and they said like we had hoped that he was you know the Christ speaking of Jesus and um it says that Jesus conversed with them on the road it was like for seven miles and um he starting at Moses um so Genesis um and all the prophets he uh He expounded to them the things concerning himself. And um, there again, the whole Bible is about Jesus, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. And um, God has given us, uh, he's given us his revelation in creation. Um, We're in Romans 1, in Romans 10, Psalm 19, Says that by creation we're held accountable. It's God's word that's sp- that utters speech day and night. And, um, some someone once said that God has two Bibles you know, this one and, uh, and creation. Um, and, uh, so the thing is, God's word has gone forth, He's given us His witness, and what are we going to do with it? And, um, John 3, uh, you know, Jesus said you must be born again. And he was talking to Nicodemus, a religious leader of Israel, and he was seeking the Lord. And the Lord was um, telling him in verse uh, 11 Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I had told you earthly things and you and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Um, no one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever perish, or believes in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. So, God is saying, Jesus is saying to Nicodemus to receive his witness, you know. And, um, and and this is the witness that God has given his only begotten Son, um, and, and earlier, too, it says Jesus said about the uh, wind: it it comes from where you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit, and the Spirit is truth. The Bible tells us um, Jesus is the truth; God is true, um, and and um, you you can't see the Holy Spirit, but you can hear him. And um that's that's the important thing. If if you are in a place where you know that that you're not right with the Lord, um, you need to be to seek to seek him, like um to hear him and to to obey what what he says is true. Your state and, and that's really what repentance is, is agreeing with God. And um the gospel is that you're a sinner and you need a savior and um, God loved you so much that he He came and he bore your sin on the cross and rose again that you could be saved um, I'll drive the point home with one more verse uh, set of verses in Isaiah 55 3-7 through seven. incline your ear and come to me Here in your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Um, time flies when you're up here. Um, I think what we're going to do is um, look at the father's witness from... First uh, John five nine, and then um, I unfortunately think that I have to not be able to go through all the scriptures uh, I have down. But I know the thing is that the best thing about the Bible is that it's the best commentary on itself. So it's just good to. Um, to be taken in God's word and letting it do its work um, in our in our hearts. And, um, so verse 9, it says, If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son, he who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar. Because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given of his Son. And this is the testimony, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. So... The key verse there is um, he who believes in the if we receive the witness of men the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of, of God which he has testified of his son. He who believes in the son of God has the witness in himself. Um, so the father well I'll just kind of rifle through some of these thoughts without turning to them. Um Uh, Jesus, um, in 1 Timothy 6.13 says, it said of him that he witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, and that's, um, recorded in John 18.37, where Jesus said, uh, for this cause I have, um, come to testify to the truth. And, um... The the father, he witnessed um, with creation uh, at Jesus' baptism. He said, "This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased." At the Transfiguration, he also said, "This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased." And then, if it, it, he finished by saying, "Hear him," and um, I think that's really the point of what I'm trying to say to, um, to everyone is, um, to, to hear him, to seek him, and, um, he's, he's spoken, he's given the witness of himself, and, um, at his death, at Jesus' death, the earth, um, turned dark, there was darkness that covered the earth, and, um, the veil of the temple, in in the Jewish temple it was really thick, like a foot a foot thick it uh tore and um there were earthquakes and and uh rocks split and that was um just the a witness of, of God that what was happening there at the cross when um our sins were placed on the Lord and uh Jesus said, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Those things happened, and uh it's just a witness to us of you know it's it's the concrete historical evidence of what we believe and um it's why we're believers today, you know is because of God's witness." In the Holy Spirit, Jesus said that uh, it's good for you to his disciples that I leave, for if I leave, I'll send a helper, the Holy Spirit, and he'll lead you in truth and he'll glorify me. Uh, He also said that the Holy Spirit would convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And um, the Holy Spirit witnesses to us um, that we are children of God, and if children and heirs of God, and um, that's Romans. I don't want to misquote that. Romans eight, um, so eight, fourteen, fifteen. Hmm. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us. Um, so today if you are wanting to know the Lord, you want peace with him, um, continue in his word, seek his face, um, seek to know him and uh and obey when you when you read open your heart to hear and when you hear obey listen and uh that's repentance it's agreeing with God um of what he has said and we're saved not by feelings we're saved by God's word um we're saved because he's true and and he saves us um Uh, No one can save you. No religion can save you. Your works can't save you. Um, Church can't save you. Fellowship, anything like that. Uh, No amount of confessions made to man or any worldview or philosophy or anything. Only God can save you. And he's told us uh, to look to him, John three. 14, he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent on um, in the wilderness, um, the people of Israel sinned and God allowed snakes that were poisonous to, um, to judge them by, by coming into the camp. And Moses prayed for salvation for the people and, and God said, make a bronze serpent, put it on a pole, and whoever looks to it um, will be saved. And a lot of people probably thought it was foolish, or you know, there's better ways to deal with a snake bite or something. Um, but everyone who looked at God's way of salvation that He provided was saved, and that's the um, the type in the Old Testament of, and also the applying the blood at Passover um, in Egypt to the doorposts. Um, God has given us the sacrifice of His Son, and it's in your hands to reject it, as the religious leaders did. They rejected God's will for themselves, or you can receive Him. Uh, John one twelve As many as received Him, He uh, has given the right to be called the children of God. So now that's God's witness He's given to us. Let's now that hopefully you've. Um, started your new life being born again with God. Um as I know most of you here are today. But I'm hoping that people um might listen that um aren't right with the Lord and be able to to come to faith in him through sharing that. So thanks for uh letting me set that that background for Hebrews twelve one through two. Now let's uh just read through the the um therefore of Romans 11 we'll just more or less read the chapter and um maybe pull out a few of the the nuggets in there that I wanted to talk about possibly and then get to our our main verse for today and finish up so um So God has given us his witness and um, I'm going to pull up my other little Bible that I usually use. I got the big one and um, it's harder for me to find my way around it. Um, So, yeah, Hebrews 10 here. Some of the verses before... Chapter 11 that stuck out to me was uh, 21 through 23. Having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a pure heart, with a true heart, in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Um... And also, verse thirty-nine: We are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Like we just read there in First John five thirteen, where he he said, "I've written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may, as like, continue to believe." Um, that's the admonition here in chapter ten too. That. Don't go back to your 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 sacrifices, the old way, the old law. That look forward to Christ, because now that Christ is given, the one sacrifice for all. There's no more need to go back to that, and um, and he's just admonishing the Jewish uh, believers in his day to to not reject it, to not to not uh, you know, draw back, but. But to hold fast your confession of our hope without wavering, for God is who promised; He is faithful. So um, then, then he says in chapter eleven, verse one: Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things that are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And through it he, being dead, speaks today. By faith Enoch, who was taken away so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased God but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him and that verse is is one of the nuggets i wanted to talk about a little bit cuz it's tied into you know, the witness of God and and what are you going to do with it? You know, like, like Roman one says is creation testifies of God's God, his Godhead and his power. And um, that, that's something that we can see every day. And um, are you going to hold that truth in unrighteousness or are you going to glorify God? Uh, it's up to you. And uh, we, we don't see him you know but we see what he's done and we have his word so uh if if you want to come to God because we can't see him now his glory is set above the heavens uh, psalm 8 psalm chapter 8 says his glory is set above the heavens and i think that's probably why there's so much space in stars is to hide the glory of God from us because there's like, I heard 100 billion stars in our galaxy, and there's like 100 billion, 100 million billion galaxies with 100 million billion stars in all of them. And and the heavens are stretching out also, and the Bible said that, but we're just finding it out and stuff. Um, God of Wonders DVD had that on there. But, um, yeah, his glory set above the heavens. Paul, when he was stoned to death, he said that... Um, Afterwards, that he he was in the third heavens and seen things unlawful to speak about. Just the glory of God that the Lord let him see, um, and and he said that there was not words, you know, to when to do justice. But um, yeah, we are um, to seek the Lord with with what He's given us, and that's the point from that verse that uh, it's impossible to please Him without faith because. You can't come to God unless you believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, um, trusting his goodness. Um, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became uh, heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man in him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith. For he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible by faith he kept the passover and the sprinkling of blood lest uh he would he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them by faith they passed through the red sea as by dry land whereas the egyptians attempting to do so were drowned by faith the walls of jericho fell down after they were encircled for 7 days by faith the, the harlot rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I say more? For the times will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, Out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fight the armies of the aliens, foreigners. Uh, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God, having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God so we also who live by faith um, the just shall live by faith we've been justified because we've put our faith in Christ and that is the we here is, is believers and we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses here in chapter 11 and um, we Uh, can learn from them Uh, scripture says I believe Corinthians that the Old Testament is for our training and admonishment so the men um, God used they were human like us and um, had weaknesses like us and um, we could learn from how they did well or otherwise and um, that's we can look to them also um As inspiration like yeah rock on David yeah right on Moses I love you Enoch you know and it's be like yeah that's the heart that I want like yeah he glorified God and um they're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses it's not like a cosmic um mist in the heavens or atmosphere it's um you know it's the people that have gone before us and it's the cloud is just speaking about a, a great number. And, um, you know, sometimes people would be, like, wondering, you know, about the the loved ones that, that are with the Lord. You know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so, you know, are they, like, in a cloud? And um, are they surrounded, surrounding us? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not privy to, um, you know, the the Lord said that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways than our ways as the heavens are higher than the earth. And I don't know, you know, what is going on in heaven. I wish I did. But I do know, like, that there's no pain and sorrow. And um, so to think that they would be, like, observing us, we know angels do that, but it would kind of, you know, to me be like, well, I think they're probably enthralled with uh, the glory of God and and how great He is right now, you know. But that's not to say that God's not able to, you know, say, hey, your brother says he loves you, you know, something like that. But uh, it goes on to say, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And um, I can speak of this personally on a physical note because uh we have thirteen minutes left left so I'll go really fast. But um I uh was doing um dance praise with my two year old in the living room and you know we were dance like jumping and um I popped my knee last week so um the extra weight really does um ensnare us there but uh no, um, you know, this is something that that we get to do of our own free will. Like, God lets us obey him, and that's the wise thing to do, to lay aside our weights that we know of, whether it's philosophies, wrong worldviews, or it's those liberties that we take advantage of at times or what have you. God knows, and you, you can, you know, pray about what is the weight that you might have. Um, but... I don't think it's my place to say what it might be for you but um you know God's given us the ability now to obey him and um you know just as as you've obeyed the gospel now you have um the choice every day to to be um obedient and you know God's faithful when we're not he the rest of chapter 12 goes on and talk about how God is going to Chasten us as his sons, but don't be discouraged about it because um, he, he chastens and scourges every son he receives. Um, and he corrects us, you know, not as our fathers who for what they think might be best, God does know best. And, and not only does he know best, but he, he's shown us, you know, his, his love and goodness towards us, which sometimes can be easy to doubt in the trials of life, and that's the whole point of this race of faith, is that God is good, He's faithful, He He keeps His word, He's given us His promises. And um and here it says, Um Strengthen your your hands which hang down in your feeble knees. No chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterwards it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be di- dislocated, but rather healed. And um, that's pretty pertinent verses right there for running the race that we're talking about. Uh, laying aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. God will allow trials in our life to... to train us in righteousness for our good like um, that we can be fruitful and glorifying to him and not be lame uh, which I can often be and um, I'm grateful for the Lord's faithfulness and his um, not letting us you know go down the wrong way but let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us Um, if anyone isn't sure what sin is. Um, The Bible does tell us what sin clearly is, and um, I know a lot of times people would like to say that they might know better than the Bible, but I think that most of us know what sin is, and uh, we're to lay it aside. Um, It reminds me, lay aside of Jesus. He laid aside the glory he had in, in eternity with his Father, and he uh, he laid his, aside his his glory and humbled himself and be was found in the form of a man and he he took on flesh and um, he humbled himself became obedient to the point of death. And if God did that, um, you know who are we not to uh, follow His example? Um, the sin which always ensnares us. Um, that ensnares us. You know, when we sin, it really does separate our fellowship with God. 1st John tells us that. And when you're running a race, I don't know much about that physically, but um you need you need uh to eat good. You know, you need a good power source. You need good food, not junk food. And um I I, I kind of, like, seen one of my wife's magazines the other day. It was a running one. It said, sharpen your focus, train with purpose, eat mindfully, get in the zone and stay there, um, inspiring miles. And uh, I know we only have eight minutes left, but... Um, so the sharpening focus um, for running our race... That 's looking unto jesus um, every day, and I mean we're seeking the Lord every day he's he's the one who empowers us to endure um, we're born again by the enduring word um, he's the one who's going to give us endurance you know he just he admonishes us to to continue on to be believing to be being filled with His Holy Spirit, to be abiding in Him. You can do nothing of your own, but you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. Um, Now these witnesses, I'm kind of getting um, back and forth on some of these, but the witnesses, uh, we not only had the Old Testament witnesses, but we have Paul, Paul, Peter we have the new testament like when paul wrote th- this about this list of people um to you know since we're surrounded by them let us run like they passed the baton to us you know they ran their life well and glorified god well and now they handed it to us you know f- like paul said follow me as i follow jesus we have the new testament guys and just look at what paul is How his life was and um you know he said he didn't count his life dear to himself and he knew that he was gonna die soon um but he knew that um he was gonna be with with the lord and um for him to live was christ and to die was gain and and then past the new testament guys that we have to look to we have um church history, all the martyrs and and presently, um that's really Landon asked me what I wanted to share and now with six minutes left I'll really get to it. Um but what's on your heart and I said it was my brother's last words, his testimony, how the Lord's used that in my life, and and um the rapture. Like that's our finish line, you know. And um, for me, the Lord showed me through John's testimony of his life and Olivia's, but um, especially his last words, he said, May God forgive you to the man doing the ultimate evil to him. He was wishing the ultimate good upon him that, you know, he didn't, think that God was going to superimpose salvation on them. I know that's not what John thought. He thought, hey man, you need to get reconciled with God. As an ambassador of Christ, Hebrews five twenty twenty one, 21, he was saying, as though God were beseeching him through John, be you reconciled to God. May God forgive you. And I know the message has gone out about forgiveness that he said and but um, it's so much more than that. It's you know he he had the witness of the Holy Spirit, the strength of the Holy Spirit in him to say that he was obeying God to his last breath, to not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good, and through doing good, put to ignorance the foolishness uh, of of men. And and what that foolishness is? What's the fool said in his heart that there's no God? So. For me, I, in my life, you know, I felt like, man, I, I, I've I been li- living pretty lame, you know? And uh, I was definitely inspired by my brother's life and his, his going to be with the Lord. And um, the Lord used that in my life to chasten me and uh, discipline me, and not perfect still, um, but, I uh, thank God that by His grace I'm not who I was then, and um, and let us. This is a a group thing. We're a church. It's not an isolated um, effort. And uh, let us run the race together. And um, we're looking to Jesus. He's the author and finisher of our faith. First Peter one twenty and twenty one says that God redeemed us by Jesus, and He was. Preordained before the foundation of the world, um, that through him our faith and hope would be in him through his sacrifice, and and so the Lord's our author and he's our finisher. He's the one who is seeing us through every day. He's the one providing his grace. Um, we're kept by um, we're kept by faith uh, for salvation. Uh, Peter says and. He he's the one we're looking to we're running vertical if you will we're colossians 3 set your mind on those things above um he's the one we're to look to if you're not you're going to stumble you're not you know you're you're going to be not seeing where you're going you know walking in darkness but we want to be walking in the light as he's in the light and the word of god is a lamp to our feet and um seeking him and looking to him as though we only see dimly in a mirror right now, but then face to face. That's our finish line. Children, uh, what love is this that, the, that God has, has shown to us that we would be called children of God um, and that we would see him as he is. And he who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he's pure. First John chapter 3 talks about that. So right now there's just a need to... In our lives be purposeful a racer a runner is purposeful with what they take in and what they're gonna do how they're gonna run and uh, so just be purposeful and and to keep your eyes on the prize the prize is inside you know the Lord has given us his spirit and uh, he's gonna see us through but we have our part to um, let us together uh, let us run, you know. Let us run the race God has set before us. Um, He's, Ephesians 2.10 says that uh, he's given us works to do that he has foreordained and it says let us walk in them, you know. It's a choice for us to do that and uh, in in doing that, you know, that's the easy way to do is obeying God is the best way, you know. It, otherwise it's um it's hard like it it's not that obeying god's commands is um it, it's it's not a a hard thing to do it's a freeing thing to do i mean it's hard because it's going against our flesh and our nature but um so yeah i i just wanted to uh kind of share how how my brothers um, witness, really, the Lord used that in my life, and um how I could see that we can be encouraged um by the witness of the lives of those in the old testament, new testament church history, and presently um I know Bill waters was an encouragement to me, and you know he passed away, but the Lord showed him too we're past our time, but um. Uh, the um, thing is, too, I wanted to share, and this will be the last thing. I'm sorry I was hard to probably follow, but um, maybe uh, maybe some other time I might like do a little bit better with orderly, you know. God is a God of order, and I'm sure he'll help work that into me someday. But um, the last thing I wanted to just share is, and I just forgot about it, is... Uh, so much of what happened with my brother and, and Olivia, you could see God's fingerprints on it. Even though it was tragic to us and it's like severe pain and sorrow, you know, but God showed us that he's faithful in the midst of, of it. You know, he prepared John. He really did. Like John knew he was going to go. And, um, You know, he told my brother Jason as much, said he had a vision, and uh, that he knew he didn't have much time, and my brother Jason, you know, said he loved them. (sighs) That's probably why I didn't say that earlier. (laughs) But, uh, um, I, I had, I guess you could call it a vision, but to me it was just weird thoughts. Like, oh, she's not here. I was driving with Julia. <sighs> <laughs> Why does this happen? what is your It's okay, Brian. <sighs> All right. Someone say a joke, um, but like i I was like, I think it must have been for Valentine's Day or something. you know, the wife really likes them things, <laughs> and so we found a way, I think it was probably that day where we found a way to have our ten month old go to uh to grandma and grandpa's probably for the first time, and um when when we were driving i had a weird thought in my head which was getting shot and then saying something to bless the guy who uh, who did it and then just like um more shots you know and it wasn't like i was thinking about something that that would uh happen Like, I was thinking about something that led into it, like a rabbit trail. So, my wife asked me, like, what were you, what are you thinking about or whatever, and um, I just told her about it. And then, after it happened, like, I thought about it, but I didn't share it immediately. I might have shared it with, you know, some close family after a little while, but it was like in August when I was on a fishing trip with some of my brothers and friends that uh my oldest brother jason, who uh John told he had a vision um and he knew he didn't have much time um and he uh he told a guy he drove up with about it, and so that's how I found out was like um this this guy we know. Told me about it that weekend, and it brought me a lot of comfort actually because it uh, it just validated to me like that those random thoughts that I had while I was driving that stuck out to me so vividly that that was the Lord preparing me for after the fact that like He does with prophecy in the Bible He says I tell you beforehand that when it comes to pass you may know that I am He that I am God. And, uh, you know, it brings comfort because it knows to me that God was faithful to John and Olivia. He didn't leave them or forsake them. And uh, God is faithful. And uh, our finish line is coming soon. so, uh, thank you guys.